Hey Mama, I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson. I'm a wife, mama to two, and business coach for moms with businesses. I'm on a mission to help you go from the best kept secret to a reputable brand that results in a profitable business. And the best part, you don't have to sell your soul to social media to achieve it. My very first business was a photography business that I started back in 2014. And by 2018, it became my full-time career and I was able to leave the classroom. Along the way, I've built and scaled multiple six-figure businesses. I started this podcast as a way to encourage, equip, and inspire you on your entrepreneurial journey. If you're ready to find a community that supports you, implement strategies in your business that work, and uncover that confidence within you, this podcast is for you. Grab your kids some snacks and pop those earbuds in. It's time to grow and scale your business. You guys are in for a treat for today's episode because I am pulling back the curtain on how I interact with my own families at my family sessions in order to help you guys achieve a more lifestyle and candid look at your sessions. This has been a hot topic inside of the Blueprint program and with some of my one-on-one clients Whenever they realize, oh man, my sessions look a little stiff or a little overly posed, and I really want to focus more on having the candid lifestyle laid back images in my session galleries. So how do I achieve that? And I want to share how you guys can achieve this in your own sessions, whether you're a family photographer or a couples photographer, it doesn't matter what your niche is, you will be able to tweak the advice that I am giving you today and apply it in your own business and to your own sessions. So let's dive in. Okay, so one of the very first things that I want you to know is every session is going to go through a warm up phase. And during this warm-up phase, this is from the time you both arrive at the session until you walk to the spot that you're wanting to take pictures. And even after you get there, your families or clients, they might need a little bit more of a warm-up phase, which means they're going to have to get over the awkwardness and they're going to have to warm up in front of your camera. And so I always utilize the first 10 minutes of my session, literally just letting my clients warm up. So this can look like as we're walking to the exact spot, I'm talking to my clients, asking them how they are. I'm complimenting their outfits. I'm making conversation with whoever makes conversation with me first. So sometimes I will get a really like chatty kid that wants to tell me about what they did that day or wants me to look at what they packed with them in the car. And so I just dive into conversation with really whoever talks to me first. And then from there, I'm really just like letting everybody kind of breathe, walk, loosen up, talk. And then based on the kids, so I do what I call a temperature check. 
And I look to see, are the kids happy? Do they seem like they are ready for me to turn the camera on? Or do we kind of need to let them run around and warm up a little bit more to where they, maybe they just woke up from a nap in the car. So I always tell mom and dad, listen, it looks like little Tommy needs a little bit of time to warm up. And so if it's okay with you, can we just kind of walk around, let him let him walk around, touch grass, pick a flower, whatever it is that he needs to do. And then we'll start taking pictures in just a few minutes. And they're always super impressed that I am, you know, paying attention to their child's mood. I don't ever want to upset a child in the beginning of a session because it is going to be 10 times harder to gain back their trust and to help get their guard down if you go into it hot, like already trying to get them to do all of these poses and stuff. So you are all going to have a warm-up phase. And so you need to decide what does this look like for you? What do you want your warm-up phase to look like? And is there anything in particular that you want to implement or change for your own sessions? So just keep in mind, every session that you have will always need some type of a warm-up phase in the very beginning. Now, how I break out of this warm-up phase is I go ahead and I pose everyone in a little Christmas card photo pose. And I say this because you guys are photographers and you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is the one where typically mom and dad are either holding the kids or everybody is standing and they are bunched up together. Everyone is looking at the camera and smiling. That is what I refer to as that Christmas card photo. And every client typically wants at least one of those. So I like to go ahead and do what they're familiar with. And I tell them a lot of times I'll say, yeah, just like a Christmas card photo, right? Like just gather up. If you guys were at Christmas and a family member was taking your pictures, that's the one we're doing. And so I start with that to give them some reassurance, give them something that they are used to before I start breaking down the barrier and getting them to do things a little bit outside of their comfort zone. And so that's how I transition. Once we've got some of those going, naturally you'll notice that your clients will turn their face and look at their kids or the kids will say something or try to hop out of dad's arms. And these are the moments you're looking for because now you're looking for the candid, natural opportunities that present themselves. And the more you do this, the more you let your sessions and your people kind of lead the way, it's going to be a lot easier. Now you will have some clients that are going to be just stiffer than others. They're really not going to do a whole lot or let their kids hop down, or they're going to be in the mindset that everyone needs to be looking at the camera the entire session. And you have to be comfortable taking control in a very natural way, in a very respectful way, taking back that control and saying, hey, mom, it's okay. Actually, for this one, I don't want anyone to look at my camera. You guys can look at each other. You guys can look down at your shoes, look for bunny rabbits, whatever that is, right? To get people interested in looking away from you. But you want to start chasing these natural moments. So for instance, if a child is like kicking and trying to get out of mom or dad's arms because they want to get on the ground and run, then you reassure the parents, hey, it's okay. Let little Tommy down and if it's okay with you, I'm just going to follow him around and take some cute pictures of him. And they're always like, yeah, absolutely. You know? And so you have to start looking for these moments and then follow your sessions this way. 
So that is in essence, the warm up phase and how I transition from, you know, breaking down, like breaking the ice, making sure everyone feels comfortable getting one Christmas card photo. And then I can feel more at freedom to start, you know, looking for more of those candid lifestyle opportunities. So the second point that I want to hone in on is the difference between posing and prompting. You've probably heard both terms, and I want to explain it to you how I look at it. So when I say posing, this is when I am actually kind of helping the client sculpt together and tell them what to do with their face, their body, their hands, facial expressions, all of that, right? Like I am literally sculpting. So posing could be like sculpting. And then prompting are little phrases that I use with my clients to get them to do something on their own. I do a healthy mix of both of these, okay? Like I am not afraid to be that photographer that's like, okay, dad, your wrist is looking, you know, a little funny. Can you do this instead? Or at the beginning of the session also, one of the things that I do is I will tell, you know, all all the boys, uh, dad and any boys present, hey, here are some options of what you can do with your hands as we go throughout the session. And they typically remember them. And I do the exact same thing with the girls. And then I remind them as we go on. So I do some posing, but I don't pose my clients through the entire session. And you guys will see this if you ever look at my session galleries. Some of them are a little more posed, but a lot of them are weight. You can tell that they were like in between natural moments. So prompting is when I'm telling them to do something. So for example, this is me not touching my clients and I'm standing back away from them with my camera. And I might say something like, okay, mom, I would love for you to hold hands with dad, kind of turn your body towards the, towards your right side turn your face. I want you to kind of look back at your husband. And then I will tell, you know, dad, hey, what I would love for you to do is look back at mom, go ahead and uh, tuck that hand somewhere, put it where you want it. Amazing. Y'all look great. Okay. Keep looking at each other for me. Amazing. Awesome. Okay. Mom, I want you to whisper, you know, to dad something in your sexiest voice about, you know, what you had for lunch today. Or I want you to compliment each other as awkward as this feels. Can y'all give each other a compliment? And the reason I'm doing this is I don't care what they tell each other. I'm waiting for those smiles and the laughter to break out so I can get more of those natural expressions off their face. So that's the difference between posing. Because if I would have walked up to them, then I would have placed their hands together. I would have turned mom's chin. I would have, you know, actually been physically touching them, sculpting them into the position. But this way they were able to listen to what I wanted, fall into a more natural pose themselves. And then that's really the difference between posing and prompting. And the less posing you do at your sessions and you just do prompting and suggestions, it's already going to look less sculpted and less posed. And you guys, that's what you're wanting, right? You're wanting this laid back lifestyle look to your sessions. Okay. One golden tip that I want to give you before I give you some prompts that you can use at your session is I want to say a big part of how your sessions go really relates back to the prepping that you did before the session ever started. So this is why client experience and client prepping is such a huge thing because it really does make a difference. So you need a client questionnaire that's going to address 
the things that you need to know, right? Like you need to know how comfortable are your clients going to be as far as the limits and the boundaries that you are going to push. Okay. So let me give you an example. Most parents, most families that come to you are probably going to be more on the timid side and not going to want to do a whole lot of out of their comfort zone. And what I mean by this is like, you're not going to see dad rip off his shirt and then do romantic prompting with his wife. Most people are like, they're going to draw a line in the sand at that. But how do you actually figure out, do I have clients that are willing to be a little like, are they more confident? Are they more willing to do this? You know, who are those people? And how you find that out is in your client questionnaire. There should be questions that you guys are asking in your client questionnaire that are getting answers and giving you insight into who you're working with. What is the family dynamic? How do they flirt with each other? Um, Are they hands-on type of people or are they more hands-off type of people and they're really just about the quality time? I don't know, right? You don't know unless you ask. So a client questionnaire is a game changer. And I'm not going to go into types of questions to ask in this episode, but I might do a future episode on this. But I just wanted to throw that golden tip in there because the client questionnaire is really where you're going to learn a lot about the personalities and also the boundaries that your clients have. Okay, so let's get into five prompts that you can use at your next session. Now, these are not anything special. These are just, I was thinking back to some of the family sessions I've had here recently and I pulled from there. So I was thinking about what did I tell my clients? And so again, these are random, absolutely random. These are like more like the last five things that I've told my families to do at their sessions. And again, tweak this to whatever you want. Okay. So let's go through these. The first prompt that I remembered was I'm going to have you guys swing little Tommy while you're walking towards me. So that is a prompt. And I will tell you, I use this prompt when I feel like the kid is wanting to keep moving. These are usually toddlers um, or younger kids four and under. They don't like to stay in their parents' arms. Like they want to keep moving. They're energetic. They can't stay doing the same thing for a long time. And so once I notice that they get a little bit more antsy or they're starting to get upset every time they are picked up, this is when I'll say, okay, I think what would work the best, you guys, is if you guys would swing Tommy while you guys are walking towards me. Does he like to swing? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves that. I'm like, great. And then I give them more instructions on, okay, I'm going to have you guys walk over there. Keep going. Keep going. I'll tell you when to stop. Right there looks good. Okay, y'all turn around. And then um, let me make sure my settings are ready for you. And then I'll have you guys start walking and swinging little Tommy. That's it. This one works. And I will say nine out of 10 kids love this. I have had the kids who scream and cried and hated this. But for the most part, kids love this. And I also want to recommend don't start with this because a lot of the kids want to keep doing it over and over and over. And so if you start with this prompt, you are going to have to do this throughout the entire session. So kind of keep it as like a little tool in your toolkit, right? When the kids start getting antsy, pull it out of your pocket and use it towards the end. Okay, the next prompt is really just having your people dance. It doesn't have to be to music. It doesn't have to be anything special. You could literally instruct dad to twirl 
his daughter and you could have mom, uh, you know, maybe she's got a baby on her hip and you just kind of tell her, grab, grab his little hand. And then I just kind of want you to sway back and forth while dad spins Lily. And then dad, you just keep looking at Lily and then take a couple glances at mom every now and again. And that's it. And they make really cute pictures because you can get close. You can catch facial expressions. You can step back and get the whole landscape. There's a lot you can do with this. So dancing, always a go-to. Doesn't matter how many people are there. You could even have one person dancing and it would still be so, so cool. All right. Third prompt. Mom, just cuddle your babies. You can whisper in their ears, have them look at your jewelry. I just want you to keep your focus on them. That is one of my favorite ones to get mom and the kids to stop looking at me or really just to get mom to stop looking at me. It's okay if their kids steal a glance at the camera every now and again. I just think it's so sweet to have those intimate moments where you're able to capture the details and them going nose to nose or mom giving you know, one of her kids, a little kiss on the temple or the cheek or something. This is how you're going to get those more emotive type pictures. So just tell mom or dad, listen, I just want you to cuddle your babies, cuddle your child, whatever. And then um, just, you know, keep your focus on them, not me. All right. Number four, this one again works. You'll need at least two people. Obviously this won't work for just one, but this will work for families, couples, etc. And you're going to tell them that you're going to play follow the leader. And then you can give more specific examples. Like if you want the kids to lead and the parents to be in the back, you guys can specify. If you want dad to lead and then the kids in the middle and then mom in the back, you guys can specify this. But what I love is you will naturally get cute, candid photos, especially from the kids, you guys. So playing follow the leader, they can hold hands and play follow the leader. They can not hold hands and kind of almost turn it into a a little race if you want to, but this is one of my favorite ones as well, because it really makes your clients have to slow down and be in the moment and kind of forget about you. All right. The the fifth and the final one is, um, and I did two, you're basically getting six, but this is for kids. So I will either have the kids that are at my session play Ring Around the Rosie, or I will tell them to pick flowers for mom. So if there's only one or two kids and they're really young, then I'll do something a little more stationary. So I'll tell them to touch the grass or pick a flower or whatever the case may be. And then if there's three kids or more, they're just older, then we'll do uh, Ring Around the Rosie. And it's just really cute to see them holding hands and falling down and all the cute facial expressions. So those are the five prompts that you can leave in your notes app on your phone, review them before you go into a session. And if, or if you ever get stuck, pull your phone out, do a little time check, and then open up the notes app and use one of these for your sessions. Now, I want to leave you with some golden advice about what to do when you're dealing with grumpy dads, or upset kids because guys, it's just going to happen. Not every dad out there enjoys taking photos. Now, most of them suck it up and they're actually pretty pleasant to work with and they'll do whatever you're asking. You'll even get dads who are excited to be there and they're amazing to work with, but you will still get the dads who make you work for it. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. And so what I would recommend when you are dealing with those difficult dads is to really, again, do a temperature check. If they're making your session feel hard, 
then I would have dad step out. So like back to the warm up phase. Let's remember what I said. We start with the Christmas card. So everybody's in front of my camera typically at the beginning of a session. Then what I'll notice if dad is not loving it or there is an upset child, I will ask dad to take that child or himself out of the photo, right? And it's not rude. It's it's literally like this. All right, hey dad, I'm gonna go ahead and take some pictures with mom and the kids first, if that's okay with you. So if you wanna just step over here by me, you can kind of help me get the kids to smile and laugh or whatever. And they're always like, amazing, right? So that's one thing is pull them out early and bring them back in a little later when everybody else is having a really good time because it's not going to affect them as much. And then the wife doesn't have to stress so much about it or feel embarrassed or anything like that. So that's one of the things I do. The other thing is just understand that sometimes I will straight up say this to a dad or a teenager that does not want to be there. I will say, listen, I know this isn't your favorite thing and I am trying to do this as fast as I can and I will get you out of here. Um, But the, you know, the more you participate and the more smiles you want to crack, the faster it can go. And sometimes they just need that reminder. I don't think that's rude. I do think that's direct, but I don't think that's rude. And it's all in the way that you say it. Okay. And then the last thing is when you have upset kids. So I am one of those family photographers that absolutely has my sessions child-led. They are child-led. I don't necessarily care what anybody else is doing at that session or how they feel about it. I am going to follow in step with the kids because ultimately that is who matters the most when it comes to mood. So all of this to say, if that child is upset, And there are more like this. the hardest part here is when you have families of three where it's just mom and dad and it's one child. It does get easier. But then I get really creative in my posing. So what can I do to where the child will maybe crack a smile? Can we like kind of fake drop the kid off our hip? You know what I'm talking about? The little whoop, just kidding. You're not really going to fall, right? Or, hey, do you want to sit on dad's shoulders? Do you want to swing? Like I think of a lot of different things and then I'll say, hey, is there is there like a, you know, is there a word that makes them laugh? And a lot of little boys love like if you say the word poop, right, then they're like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny um, or fake, like acting like you've hurt yourself for some reason. I don't know why toddlers find that so hilarious. So you could fake trip yourself. You could fake hurt yourself and just say, ow, really loud and obnoxious. And then they crack a smile. So you have to just get really creative in what are all the little tools that I can use to get this kid to smile. The other thing is, if there is more than three people present, then I will literally, again, ask dad, hey, do you mind, or mom, do you mind taking so-and-so over there? Just like, let's just give them a minute, give them a break, walk around, whatever they need. Maybe they need a snack or a drink, or they just need to like get out of the camera for a minute. Amazing. And then I focus on whoever is left at the session. So I might go to individuals. I might choose a happier child to photograph. I might do mom and the children. It really just depends who is present at the session. So again, just go into it thinking, okay, that's okay. How can I pull this upset person out for a minute? And what else can I do in the meantime? So There you have it, guys. You guys got the real and the raw. This really is how I handle every single one of my sessions. It's probably why clients 
are always saying, you are so great with my kids. Like you're so patient, but this has just become like a routine for me that I'm just not bothered when something goes wrong or when someone is upset. Of course, I feel really bad. There are some sessions, you guys, where I can't recover the child's attitude. They're just not happy. But I also know at the end of the day, I can't control them. And my job was to do the best job I could possibly do and get mom as many photos you know, good, great photos as I possibly could. And it's been very few and far between that I've ever had clients that weren't really happy with it. But a lot of times it's not even me or the images they're not happy with. They're just upset that, man, that just happened to be the one day that my child wasn't the best, you know? So I hope this helps you. Let me know, was there something I shared in today's episode that you were like, that is what I found most helpful, or this is amazing. I want more episodes like this of the actual sessions. You guys, I'm more than happy to do that, but you just have to communicate with me. So come send me a DM right now at the Brooke Jefferson and tell me that you're listening to this episode. Tell me what you loved and tell me a recommendation if you have one. All right, guys, until next time, I'll see you on the next one. 